Hello, today is Friday, February the 16th, and you're listening to the Grains Matter Chatter podcast presented by North Core Grains. <laughs> I'm your host, Dolores Foster. I'm joined today by my co-host, Mr. Jeffrey Guy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. Well, let's start with a positive today, Dolores. How many weeks in a row have you been on the podcast, Dolores? You haven't been away. Oh, let's just... <laughs> It's so many, I can't even count now. Oh, oh my goodness. Definitely a positive. I'd <laughs> like to start with a positive before we get into the other side. Wait, you're telling me there's negatives to talk about this this week? Well, negatives. Negative, negatives. Corn's down $6 a ton, old crop. And I hate to say the number that we're posted at, $193 per ton. Jeff, that is just terrible. New crop is $30 higher, $226 a ton. That's still, that was down $4. Soybeans down $4, $6. Like, there's soybeans too, getting pretty low. Uh, Spring wheat back on, (coughs) excuse me, down like $11, $10, $11, back under $300 now which is a bit of a downer, and winter wheat was the real big loser for the week, uh, down $13, 14 $15, like $265 old and new crop. That's uh, the winter hard red and soft red, $261 a ton. So it was a negative week for the markets. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty brutal. Uh, let's see, what was a little positive? Oil prices are up. No, that's a negative force too, isn't it? That makes diesel more expensive. Mm. What about exchange rate? Is 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 it is are we losing it all in in the futures market, or is, are we are we seeing some drop in basis as well? Well, basis was steady this week. Uh, the exchange, so this kind of does get into what affected prices this week. The U.S. had uh, higher inflation numbers. It wasn't really that much higher. They were projecting 2.9% consumer price index for the year, and it came in at 3.1. But that seemed to be big time negative. And uh, so that's negative that inflation was too high in the U.S. So it means they're going to keep interest rates higher or at their high end longer. Don't expect a decrease in March, which was, you know, that was original talk. And... So as they keep their interest rates higher, that made their dollar stronger. So that and that was negative for U.S. exports, which is negative CBOT part of our down this week. <clears throat> so as we talked about exchange rates a little bit, we did have a fluctuation this week of oh, what was it? Uh, probably about a hundred basis points, and uh, we did end up. Uh, Probably in about the middle of it. So it's it was up and down, but we didn't affect uh, local bases. So that higher inflation was negative prices. Managed money is probably the biggest thing, one of the biggest things right now. And so speculative funds, they have, uh, I think I read this week, they have their on the largest combined net short position in the three markets, corn, soybean, and wheat. So that's their largest on record. And they're getting close to the largest in each of those uh, commodities. So they're betting on prices to continue to go down. And since they've been making this large short position, they've been making money. Because we know prices keep Jeff, coming I down. Jeff, I think we need to start like an operation here to <coughs> take these guys out of the market. Oh, something needs to happen to them. <laughs> now, the one positive of them having such a large... Uh, short 
Well, isn't that funny? A large short position, but a large position of gambling price will go down when something does happen, and it will someday. To drive prices higher, like there's production issues, etc., somewhere, major production issues, something demand really increases for whatever reason. When they go to liquidate that massive short position, that it will, will really drive price. It will really drive price. And people keep talking about that. Oh, look at this. This this will happen someday. Nobody knows when someday is. Like it's hard to see when that someday is. So there was one other uh, fair size negative really for the week was the USDA egg outlook form. And this is one of their first of the year really big number presentation on looking at a official acres, official yield for you know corn soybeans and wheat and as expected they decrease corn acres increase soybean acres they play around with the supply and the in the demand they're using trend line yields which you know could happen again more record yields who knows but the worst part on it was uh they they end up increasing year-end carryout stocks on the balance sheet for corn like 2.5 billion bushels, which is a stocks-to-use ratio of 17.2%. And what's the number that we, the market kind of looks at as saying anything above this is really high? Isn't it like 10 or 15%? Yeah, 15% in corn. Historically, 15... And we're at 17.2. That's what their projections are. And so on the soybean side, they did increase their carryout stocks also, and they're up to like 9.9, .9, so basically 10%. Uh, and that's... Still a fair-sized number. It's still a big number. And, you know, it was only a few years ago that they were down to that 5% ratio. You know, that was supporting corn. Lower than 5%, actually. So, Jeff, when was... When did we... When was the last time we saw numbers like this? Well, on the corn side, it uh, goes back to 2005, 2006. This, Isn't the, this crazy? That was almost 20 years ago. <laughs> and the soybean side, I think, is about seven or eight years on that one. So there was a few positives this week. Really? So you do have some positives. Well, I, got, I, I had to search for them, but I did find them. Ethanol production was up in the U.S. this past week. Uh, well, and the, so it was their second largest weekly production for this year. And if they did the ethanol grind at that rate, for the whole year, they'd use 5.7 billion bushels of corn. USDA is projecting them to use like 5.3 billion bushels. So that would be real positive. They won't go that long. but So that, that was a positive. Corn exports do remain above the USDA's original projections for this uh, marketing year. And that's mainly because of exports to... Mexico. Mexico. Mexico is getting to be the U.S. largest importer of corn. And uh, I did read again this week how it was just last year Mexico said they were going to ban any GMO corn coming into the into their country. But Oh, how the turntables have turned. Yeah, now that they're getting cheap imports, I guess... Uh, they don't even talk about that. There was one positive I found for the soybean side was a record soybean crush in the U.S. in January. 
<coughs> it wasn't quite as high as they thought it was going to be with a Stiller's record. So those were positives. But, you know, these are small positives. But you're telling me, Jeff, if we didn't have these three small positive things that the market would have been even worse than it is now? Probably, yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Probably. So So overall, the trend remains down, you know, like... So here, the last couple of weeks, you know, corn's down ten dollars, soybeans five to eight dollars, wheat Jeff. ten to twenty dollars. So the trend remains down. That's the big negative. And but I also want to say, you know, companies are working. People are trying to use up some of this over extra supply we have in the world, but plus also in in Ontario, in Quebec here. I get contacted. So what are people doing? To, what are what are they doing to well, help farmers move their grain? So, you know, I got contacted today by a broker from one of the big companies. They're trying to export corn out of Montreal and said, you know, we're going to bring a boat Great, in. That's going to drive price up. Yeah, said, we're going to bring a boat in, you know, like we can load 30, 35,000 tons here in this boat. You have corn for sale. I said, for sure. How much do you want to pay? <coughs> They give us this low number, which we would have to buy corn right now at like $180 per ton to pay for the trucking and that to get it down there. So it's... That's pretty brutal. It's brutal. So it, our, it just really shows that the supply side of the world market has taken over. And if you want to fill should that demand... Should people be considering something like that, Jeff? Or should they hold out? Oh my God, what a question. It's the, uh, well, we're not going to sell from the elevator for that price. So it's because uh, we're paying more to farmers right now than that price. So it's, uh, you can't really move it at that, I don't think. But it's, we're having a lot of people that are uh, liquidating some of their stocks right now. And they're just tired of watching the price going down and don't see anything in the short term that's going to turn it around. And it is hard to see things in the short term that will turn it around. So to answer your question, I'm not really answering it other than saying you just, you can't sell for, for less than what we have posted up here. I don't think that, uh, but if you also ask me, where do I think all the corn stocks will go in Eastern Ontario this year? I don't have an answer for that either because it's, uh, there's just too much around and there's just not enough demand for it right now. Maybe in hindsight, this will look like a good price. Who knows? Time will tell the story. Time will tell the story. Well, let's end on a positive. We started with a positive how many weeks in a row you've been on here, Dolores. And even through her birthday, through her travels to foreign countries, and that she's been on. So let's end with another positive. All right, let me count here. One, two, three, four. I, it's four weeks until the... Three weeks until the Ottawa Valley Farm Show. See, she can count mostly three or four. She's close to there. <laughs> Depends how you look at it. <laughs> so it's a positive here. The Ottawa Valley Farm Show coming up. We want to give it one more plug. We'll plug it every week. Hope to see lots of people in there. So hope everyone has a nice long weekend here in oh, February. Yeah, family family day, day on Monday. Happy Sorry Family Day. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Markets are closed Monday. Yes, they are. Um, we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.